Welcome into the Time Out Podcast, Christian Pettis and Jack Bergamini. Jack, I don't know how you're feeling, but what are you feeling today? Woj bomb today, folks. Uh, I mean, I'm in complete, utter shock. We, even though we knew this was going to happen, I still cannot process it. James Harden has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets, along with a lot of other things, as uh, Victor Oladipo is headed over to Houston, Karis LeVert going to the Pacers, and Jared Allen going to the Cavs, who already have like three centers. It's it's bonkers out here. I mean, obviously, James Harden is the biggest one out of the trade, but this, this trade kind of shook up the whole NBA. You switched up so many teams where the Rockets may actually have a chance in the West to sneak in there. The Nets, the, the East is wide it's just wide open in a sense, I think even more than it was previously. And now I, I, I am speechless. Like, I'm in such shock right now. Like we were not expecting to do this today. This is completely unfair. This is initial reaction. Like it's unfair. It's coming from a Nets fan. What do you, how can you like, like this at all? I mean, I, I understand, I understand why this happened. I understand why Sean Marks did this because teams, this is what you wait for. You want, wait for the chance to compete for a championship. And the Nets are going all in. And we've seen them go all in before. You know what I'm talking about. I think everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. And this is obviously what came to mind for a lot of people when the Nets made this trade. This cannot be a repeat of the Boston trade, where they traded all their picks to Boston, and they got um, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Jason Terry. But they ended up sucking, and they didn't win the championship. And their future was shot. And, but now we're here, and now we're doing it again. And this time it has to work. And I think it's, it's definitely more likely to work this time because James Harden is definitely much different than an old Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. But a part of me is still worried that we gave up four picks to the Rockets and three first-round swaps. I'm, I'm definitely nervous. Actually, I mean, to make it even worse, it's four first-round picks and four swaps. And four swaps. They, yes, it is four swaps. My bad. Four swaps. I mean, sorry to bust your bubble, but like – as a team, I don't understand how you can give 2027. up 2027. That's the, that's the last swap. So yeah, that's 2027. Wow. We're going to be either giving our pick up to Houston or swapping with them. So what is, if you were the Brooklyn Nets and you, would you have just done a Kevin Durant for, not Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving for James Harden swap? I think that would have been a better trade. That, that's me. First I was, I was hoping for, for that, honestly. And just because, Obviously, as a Nets fan, been a Nets fan my whole life, I've like kind of got a con- just I have a personal like connection. Even though I don't know them, I just have a connection to Karis Lord and Jared Allen. Like I love both those guys, and they've been great this year, as they have been in the past. But especially Jared Allen's been great, and so obviously I want to keep these guys. I know Irving's a super talented player, but I would rather have Harden than Irving, especially what we've seen with Irving recently. I'm not I'm not knocking him for not playing. I'm sure he has his reasons, but. If he's not on the basketball court, he's not helping our team. So, I mean, obviously I would have preferred Harden over Kyrie. But now that we have all three, there's just so many questions. And I just hope we didn't destroy our future and not succeed in the present at the same time. As a Knicks fan, this like angers me more than anything because the three, three of the top ten players are on the other New York team. <laughs> but as so like I, I – 
I, I don't understand how people were doubting the Warriors in 2016 when they had uh, – or 2017 when they had Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. I was guys like – I was like, how could they not win the championship? But for some reason this time, I'm not as confident. In so are the, Nets, are the Nets just winning the finals now? Is that yeah. like it? Like the season's over, Nets are winning? Do the Lakers even have a chance anymore? I, I can't even see it at all. I, I, I was driving home after I saw this trade. I was listening to WFAN, and they were saying that Kyrie Irving needs some sort of help from either his like team, from the agent, his dad – I'm like, this is – the Nets, like, they're giving me all these question marks. They never gave me question marks in the past before. So I'm in just, like, shock right now. Like, what is the future? I don't understand how there's enough basketballs to go around, especially with this team. Like, people are saying with Chris Paul and uh, uh, James Harden, there wasn't enough uh, – there was not more than one basketball to go around with Russell Westbrook. There wasn't more one basketball to go around. But you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, two of the most ball-dominant players of all time playing on the same court. Like, what is this going to turn out like? I mean, yeah. talent – you can't beat it, but they have, this, they have no one around them. Well, I, I know. Would this have happened if Kyrie hadn't taken his personal leave? I don't know if that's affected this at all. It, this seemed to really pick up since last night after Harden, you know, went off on the Rockets and basically said, I don't want to be here. I don't think this team is good enough, which I don't know how Harden could ever like Say go that. back on that team after saying that, which is probably why, obviously why he got traded so soon, but I don't know if it was that with the combination of Kyrie not showing up, but I don't, I don't think the Kyrie thing played into it that much because they didn't trade Kyrie. So it's like Kyrie still might not play for the next week or two or however long he feels like it. So I don't think that factored into it. But just one of the things that I've been thinking about right now is Kevin Durant, obviously one of the most talented players we have ever seen, one of the most talented players to ever play the game of basketball. And what's the one knock on him that everyone always talks about? He's that soft. Is, he's soft. Okay. But that his championships weren't real championships, right? Because yes. he had to leave his team to go to the Warriors to join a super team. What has Kevin Durant done in this instance right now? He, has he, built, even better one. he built an even better super team. If the Nets were to, were to have won the championship with the team they had three hours ago with Kyrie Irving, but still had Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, and all those guys, the team, a team that was definitely good, definitely had a chance to make the finals and win the finals if they had won that way. I think Kevin Durant's legacy, it's it's great. He's arguably a top 10 player of all time. But if the Nets win now with the team they currently have, there's always going to be that knock on Kevin Durant that he couldn't do it the, the right way. He had to trade his entire team for James Harden when they already had a team that can make the finals. That's going to be a knock on Kevin Durant for the rest of his career, and there's no going back at this point. That's, that's a very good point that no one seems to be talking I'm glad you brought that up. Also, this paves the way for – because we know Kevin Durant is the most arrested player in the NBA this year, and Kyrie Irving could take off practically whenever he wants. So that just leaves James Harden. I don't think the Nets are going to win these games against better teams that they normally would have won when they had guys like Karras, Jarrett, Joe, I mean, Joe Harris is on the team. But, like, the Nets have to win pretty much every single game with these three guys on the floor. Otherwise, they're in serious trouble, in my opinion. They, that's and, the thing, though. This So far this season, the Nets, obviously, they started on 6-6. Six and six, And I really hope, I really hope that this trade isn't in response to the Nets' 6-6 six and six record as it is right now. I hope this, was, I hope this trade was always in the works with first Sean Marks, and he was, he was always thinking about this. I hope this isn't, a, like, a current reaction to the Nets' record. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, I want to switch to another team now, the Houston Rockets. So, obviously, James Harden 
he's gone off on many teammates. He's done basketball's teammates. Everyone know what happened last night. He, there's no way he could enter that locker room ever again. But the Houston Rockets had to be in the backseat in this trade. They hadn't heard of him. I don't want to hear how good James Harden is. They had to give up all this. But how did the Brooklyn Nets think that they were they – how did they play the backseat driver in this one? They gave up literally everything. If you're telling me that you rather seen the Sixers give up Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey and maybe a first-round pick, then honestly, I think they're crazy. And plus, giving up this trade also gives up so much more potential for it to flop than for them not to flop. I thought the Nets roster was fine right now. And I don't really want to see, even though he's only assistant coach, I don't want to see Mike D'Antoni and James Harden again. It didn't work once. I don't think it's going to work twice. Never mind when I think Steve Nash has been an utter disappointment to start his coaching career in the NBA. I truly think you need experienced guys, and this is proving it. As I mean, besides Steve Kerr, apparently. But Derek Fisher, Mike D'Antoni, like the, I mean, uh, Steve Dash, I meant to say. I think there's so much more potential for flop. It gets either the biggest uh, upside or the biggest flop. I don't even know what to call it right now. I think I really need to see this team play at least once. Listen, I mean, you brought up the Rockets. I I always try to support the players and be on the player's side of things because I feel like some people are always, like, too hard on them. But I can't tell you how much respect I've lost for James Harden over these past few weeks because James Harden, he's the one – he's been on the Rockets for, what, eight years now? They haven't won a championship. They haven't gotten to the finals. They got unlucky, yes – but he had Dwight Howard. That didn't work out. Dwight Howard had to leave. He wanted Chris Paul. He got Chris Paul. That didn't work out. They couldn't get along. Chris Paul gets traded. Then he wanted Russell Westbrook out of all the people. He gets Westbrook. The Rockets destroy their future because they had to give up all these picks for to get Westbrook. Then that doesn't work out. They trade Westbrook for Wall. Harden's not happy again. The Rockets did everything they can to please you, James Harden, yet you still won't give them the benefit of the doubt and you'll in your and you still demand a trade and still act this way with all this disrespect to the organization and these comments that he's saying and so it's that's just so frustrating to me to get a player like that as talented as he is it's frustrating and so now he's getting traded to the nets we give up all these assets and we the nets have already had probably the most drama in the league this year i just hope james harden doesn't add to that i think he I don't think there's any way he doesn't add to it. I, I mean, I wouldn't put James Harden in the same level of Kyrie Irving the way they behave, but James Harden has been said to go out many times during the weekends and weekdays as Kyrie Irving and show up the next day. Like, I don't really want my two superstars I mean, you have three superstars, two of my three superstars. I don't want to be worried about if they're going to feel like playing basketball. They're getting paid almost $100 million, I mean, not $80 million each to play, I mean, each total. And I think that, like, it, to me, it really shows that the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets is a guy by the name of Kevin Durant, not actually Sean Marks, because he's clearly orchestrating all these moves. Kevin he, Durant, he, he is. there's no way he wanted to keep Karis LeVert or Jared Allen. He wanted them out so quickly to get his uh, buddy James Harden back. And we already saw one of the, the two, the two uh, Thunder Big, the original Thunder Big Three play. It didn't work, and I don't think – I mean – the talent is just so much more different on this one, but I'm not as confident. I was more think confident, about, honestly. Think about how awkward it must have been these past few weeks for Kevin Durant and, like, Karis LeVert and Jared Allen and other guys on the team, like Tareen Prince or just guys. Like, they don't know. Like, do they know that Kevin Durant literally doesn't want them on the team? Like, I can't imagine how awkward, how much tension there must have been on the team. Like, no, what, obviously the Nets have been underperforming because I guess you're right. I guess the chemistry wasn't there because their teammate literally want, wanted them out. 
plus Kevin Durant missing all these games and then just to come back and say, ha ha, bye bye. Like, I don't like that at all, a little bit. Even though it's he's even though Kevin Durant is in the business to games and he's obviously significantly better and more established in the league than these guys, like, I don't want my superstar just wanting everybody out. I mean, it's, it's, I'm still in shock. I, obviously, like, the, the implications this has on the league is, is crazy. I mean, this is the greatest super team we've ever seen in league history. This is, a, yeah, this is a complete level above the Warriors super team that they had a few years ago with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's now been on two super teams, two super teams. Think how bad that's just going to look when people look back on his legacy. That's what I keep going back to. Like yeah. Kevin Durant wanted this. He wanted this. So clearly he doesn't care. So I don't know what's important to him. I really don't. Playing with his friends, I, is that what's important? I guess so. I don't think this is even going to help Kevin Durant much more. And, like, what else could he do? And, like, he's, he's not going to be marketed more because he's playing with James Harden. He's already Kevin Durant. So I think this is really just about racking up, I think, empty championships in a way. Because I don't think if – if, if he felt he couldn't win with Kyrie Irving in the – in the wide open East, do they need a James Harden? I think that shows a lot about what he thinks of himself as a player. It does. Like he, it really, as talented as he is, he's not, he doesn't have that killer instinct at he's all. He's already a comp. He's already got in those two super, super team championship rings. He already has that. He wants that again. I guess so. There's not going to be, he's not going to have, he has said he wants to be a net for the rest of his career. Obviously that could change. We've seen that change many times with players, but He's not going to have another chapter. He's had three chapters in his careers. This is the final chapter of him being the superstar. And this is how he wants to end it. And so, yeah, I mean, as a Nets fan, I, I feel like I, wanna, I don't want to come off as being too, like, harsh here. Like, I understand that, that there are championship windows. Not everyone has the opportunity to win a championship. Sean Marks and Kevin Durant felt that acquiring James Harden made the Nets as strong as they could possibly be. And if they, it probably does make them a better team getting James Harden. But it's just – it's tough. There's so feels many wrong. question marks. It feels wrong. The championship, if we win, I don't think will be as satisfying. I don't, they don't care about how us fans will feel. They just want to win the championship. I'm just telling you from a fan perspective how it's going to feel. It won't be as satisfying. We won't have those guys who have been through the trenches with us throughout all those years when we weren't good. Like that, that's, that's part of – seeing like that's part of the joy in seeing your team win i've heard people talk about like it's like you always want those guys who were there like for the Cavs, i'm sure it was i'm sure all those Cavs fans as great as lebron james was they probably all had a personal connection to kyrie irving because he was there when they were bad and he helped them him and lebron helped them get to the top and win a championship the nets don't have anyone like that anymore it's really only joe harris and as a fan i mean He's like my guy now. He's like my favorite player on the team because yeah. there's no one else. Then when he's out for the year, it's it's tough. I know I know this is going off of our typical analysis, but just as a fan, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I understand the trade. I understand what Sean Marks is doing, but it's just tough. Yeah, I've I have to agree with you hundred percent. And I want to read a, a Woj tweet right now. Woj says, Whatever the future of Kyrie Irving with the Nets, this trade does one more th- one more important thing for Brooklyn. It makes a strong case to help keep the franchise's most important player, Kevin Durant beyond his current contract. So this tweet kind of makes me think that they, that Kevin Durant was already thinking about leaving the Brooklyn Nets in three years. Like where is his head right now? I mean, let's, I mean, well, now if you were to leave, we'd be even more screwed because we don't have any picks. So you yeah. better stay. But if, 
Let's say we kept our current team before the straight three hours ago, and we ended up winning a championship or two, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving decide to leave. Fine, you can leave, but you won a championship. I'm, I'm okay with that if you guys decide to leave again a team. We would, and we could still have our core of Levert, Allen, and Dinwiddie and Harris. But, like, now, if they leave, which could easily happen, we're completely screwed. Yeah, you really empty the house. This is like what happened if the clip with the I Clippers. Mean, you have so many weak spots in the lineup right now. Like I, I know, like with the so Clippers, be- they gave up so many picks for Paul George, and if Paul George and Kawhi decide to leave next year, they're screwed. That could be us. Yeah, in two years th- from now. Another thing with the Nets is James Harden. He's a shooting guard, but he's really a point guard. And how I could totally see like him and Kyrie just arguing about everything about who gets the ball, who gets the last shot, and then you just have Kevin Durant who's in the middle of it, who each brought who. Kind of Kev- Kyrie and Kevin Durant lured James Harden. So he's just going to be that middleman right there of he's the best player and his two friends are arguing. Who does he, like, pick? Kevin Durant is think- basically a point guard. He's been playing point guard this entire year. But then Kyrie Irving wants the ball. James Harden wants the ball. It's There's too many guards. I mean, too many point guards. On- and I know we shouldn't be – like, every- you have the- then you have the devil's advocate saying, this is the most talented team of all time. Why are you saying all this? But fit really does matter in the NBA. And this team is not fit as well as those Warriors teams with Kevin Durant. Not even close. Not at all. Let me read you the Nets' current roster. For our guards, we have Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Joe Harris, Landry Shamit, Bruce Brown, Tyler Johnson, and Chris Chiosa. Forwards, Kevin Durant, uh, Timothy Lawalu Cabarro, or TLC as he's known by, uh, Jeff Green, Reggie Perry, and Nicholas Claxton. And our centers, uh, DeAndre Jordan. That is it. We have one center. I don't know how this team is going to defend. I don't know how this team is going to rebound. We're just going to have to outscore everybody. Our defense was already really poor this entire season with a Jared Allen, who's an above-average rim protector, and with Kareem Prince, who's a more than capable defender. Those two guys are gone. It's, it's going to be really fascinating to watch this team try and defend when we already had no defense. And James Harden definitely doesn't help that much on the defensive side. Not at all. So not that's all. not going to be a uh... – Area of strength and Kyrie's below average. We're just going to score the most points ever, basically. Yeah, the, the, the Nets most are talented gonna, offensive team of all time, as we've already Nets, said. Nets are going to have games where it's like 183 to 162, pretty much every single. I don't. Yeah, it's going to become the normal for the model by this year's Brooklyn Nets team. <laughs> it, it it really is going to be. I mean, it's, and I just want to say, um, the Pacers getting a great player in Karis Levert. The, the Pacers, I mean, I don't want to overreact, but that's a really good team now. Yeah, it really is a good team. And I think the Rockets really did win this trade, 100%. I mean, as of right now, because just from the fact they got picks the, and a win the, now. Yeah, the player. Rockets, they rebuilt their future. I mean, Harden yeah. didn't want to be there. They were probably not going to – obviously, they weren't going to win a championship with their current roster. And so they really rebounded. The Rockets really got, I guess, the best trade they could because the, the whole – the knock on the Brooklyn trade, like all the speculation, was that if they just got Laverne and Allen, they're not really getting like any superstar player. But they got, they ended up getting Victor Oladipo, who was a superstar two years ago and could definitely get back to that form he once was. And they got, what, eight picks? So, yeah, it's definitely, I would definitely say it's a win for them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Do you, do you think the Sixers missed out? Do you think Sixers fans are regretting not trading for Harden? Do you think Daryl Morey is mad? That's such a tough decision. I'm going to say no because I don't think Daryl Morey wanted James Harden that badly. And seeing what the Nets gave up for him, 
I honestly think it's better I for think, them not to have done the trade. In my opinion, I think the Sixers needed James Harden way more than the Nets needed James Harden. Way no, more. I think the I think the Nets the Sixers needed him more. But considering what the tech, who knows what they could have had to give up, I saw there was Maxi and Ben Simmons. But I mean, if, if I'm the, Nets, the Rockets, if they got though, eight picks out of the Nets. If okay, yeah, they got eight picks from the Nets. If I'm the Rockets, I'd rather have Simmons, um, Thibault, and Maxi, and like one pick than what they got now. And then what they got now. If their goal is to win now, I don't know what the Rockets' goal is. Yeah, I, the Sixers can, kind of confuse me now because James Harden is obviously a significant, it's a significant talent upgrade over Ben Simmons. But I don't know if that would have worked as well. But he did bring another shooter. I don't know. I really have to see it play out, to be I honest. Think, well, Harden I, to I, the can't Sixers, make, I can't make a rash decision on the Sixers. Harden to the Sixers, that would have been – that I would as a Nets fan, I would want – would have been fine – Harden going to the Sixers. I would have, I would have been a bit disappointed a little bit that we he wouldn't be on the Nets because if he's not on the Nets, that means he's on the Sixers, and that means the Nets have to beat the Sixers, and that's a, that's going to be a good team if Harden and Embiid. That's those are two great players. So, but if I'm the Rockets, I mean, yeah. if you get Ben Simmons, that allows you to compete in the moment, and Ben Simmons has still not reached his ceiling. His ceiling is way higher than Victor Oladipo's ceiling. So. I mean, they. I don't know if it's that the Sixers wouldn't budge. They didn't want to deal with Harden. That the Rockets owner didn't want to trade with Daryl. Maybe that was it. Is that was definitely into play. But I mean, yeah, it was down to the Nets and Sixers, and we'll never know what what Harden on the Sixers could have looked like. Yeah, and there's a lot of what ifs, and so many what ifs out of this trade. Like, pretty much endless. And I think this is gonna this trade shakes up the NBA for the next couple of years. It does it creates another another super team? Yeah. So I'm really excited. We're all gonna have to deal with. <laughs> I'm excited to see it play out, though. I'm not gonna lie. There's it's such an it's just I mean obviously hard into the Nets exciting yeah but I mean for the rest of the NBA this is a this is not good like this yeah. is we no, don't, I don't I don't like it's not good for the league the Super not teams. good for the league it's like we we were happy when Durant left Golden State and went to Brooklyn and Kyrie went to Brooklyn because they created another great team but they weren't overpowered they're just overpowered at this point with all this offensive talent and yeah. three or. Maybe Kyrie's not a top ten player. I'll just round up three top ten players on one team. Like that's never good for a league. It just yeah. isn't. Yeah, especially the fan, NBA. Especially to the NBA, where we've seen it in the past with the Golden yeah. State or something like that, and they absolutely dominated. Yeah. And the only thing that got in the way was injuries and and injuries. egos. Pretty much injuries. Injuries and egos. Yeah. That's what got in the way. And that I wouldn't be surprised if injuries and egos get in the way this time as well. Definitely. Before they even win a championship, it wouldn't be surprised. Before, hopefully, hopefully after. Hopefully after, but it could be before. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Um, that's, I think we covered, we basically covered it. I'm still in shock. I'm probably going to be in shock for the next couple of days. It's probably won't hit me until I see Harden in that Brooklyn uniform or I see Karras in that Pacers uniform. One of those two. Um, I don't know what the Nets are going to do tonight. They're playing the Knicks. It was supposed to – everyone was getting ready for this game, the neighbors. I mean, do the Nets even have eight players for tonight? Hardly. Barely. (laughs) It'll be an interesting – I guess KD is going to play. He's going to be the only guy out there. (laughs) You're 100% right. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, I mean, we covered covered most of it. CP, great talking to you as always. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Time out, signing off.